Okay. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. One, two, three. No, I go three, two, one, and then we both go one, two, three. Oh, Ready? okay. Sorry. Three, yeah. two, one. One, two, one, three. One, two, three. All right. So you're about two seconds out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to It's Time to Go, a Big Brother Australia podcast, although we're jumping across to the US and I'm here with my co-host, Ben Myers. Sup, or should I say sup, dude? Damn, that's that California accent coming in. That's my Tyler. That's my Tyler impersonation. Yeah. I'm a sur- I am a surfer dude. That's Tyler. And I really, want, I really want people to know it. Ben, we haven't done this just the two of us in a while. Not how are you going? for a few weeks. Oh yeah, I feel like we don't have the chance to say how are you going anymore. It's always, actually, there's a lot of how you goings at the moment because of COVID, but usually it's more about how you... We've been speaking with other people. We've been talking with, yeah, we've been talking to other people, not each other, which is a bit, um, a bit rude of each other to not just check up on each other one-on-one like this, but, uh, we've switched over to the US and here we are. We're a trans, we're a transnational product now. We're, we've gone global. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to do this. Out is Sonia Kruger, in is Julie Chen. <laughs> uh, I feel like neither people who, like, I feel like if you know who Sonia Kruger is, there's a good chance you're not going to know who Julie Chen is. And if you know who Julie Chen is, there's a good chance you're not going to know who Sonia Kruger is. We know both of them, though, be, so we're the coolest. <laughs> you would be surprised there is a fair few people who would know both. Gotcha. I don't, uh, don't know if that's the sort of crowd I want to be affiliating myself with. <laughs> but, 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 I, but I'm one of them now. <laughs> I am one of you, so don't take that as, a, as an insult yeah, because yeah, I'm one of you. I'm part of the club. You're in the club, um, whether you like it or not. Yeah. We're doing this. We are absolutely this was actually your idea. This was your idea. I know, how's my form? And I'm really regretting it after <laughs> after a couple of episodes, I was thinking, should we have, should I have put all the, all the work into doing the new cover art and the, you know, the branding and the logo and here we are. All I can say is at any time, if there's any complaints, this was your idea. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to be here smacking myself. I'm going to be sitting here smacking, smacking the shit out of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be... All right. Uh, won't be on coming your way at all. Well, let's, let's jump into it. Premiere episode. It was live. It was a bit shit. I do want to say the craziest thing was seeing them in their masks on stage. It, it was, was weird. Nice. I mean, you've self... You've isolated. They've all had to isolate for... Mm. Two for 14 days and they all come out and it's like, you've still got to wear your mask, but you can take them off. Even though you're not going to be within, you get that audio, that weird audio shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting like a, <laughs> on my Oh, end. really? Yeah. 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 You know, let's blame it on Zoom. Let's blame it on Zoom that I'm paying 30 bucks, for, paying 30 bucks a month for or something like that. Are you paying $30 for Zoom? I paid 30 bucks when we did the first Casey podcast, yeah. I didn't realize you had to pay for Zoom. Oh, you don't have to, but you can. I decided to. What? I'm <laughs> yeah. so confused. Let's talk about this after. All right. I'm so confused. Um, so it was weird that they were all socially distanced. They've been isolating for 14 days. Mm. It's weird. I didn't get Each. it. And then they all of a sudden have to come on stage and it's like, yeah, let's uh, pop you back. Let's pop you into this house. You're all together. And then as soon as you walk in the same door, even though you've been with each other, you still have to wear masks and socially distance. But then you just walk through the same door and take the masks off. And the host, who I can guarantee wouldn't have done 14 days in isolation. No. Didn't wear a mask. No mask for Chen, for Chen, 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 You know, they call it a Chen bot. Chen bot? Why the Chen bot? Yeah. That- because, um, well, in her early days, she's loosened up now, but in her early days of hosting, she was very stiff and she was like a robot. Uh, there was a few, there was one episode, I think it was the last episode. Hey, are you recording on your end? Oh shit, was I meant to be? Can you click record just in case, because I'm having like a few audio delays on my end. So I'm thinking if you record on your end, just as a backup. Uh, we should be all good. I'm going to change, fair. I'm going to cha- I'm going to change my internet connection here. So if I cut out, that will... Explain everything. Every right. time I click record, it says the host has got to do it. Oh, I've got to approve you. Yeah. All right, sweet. Well, I just changed internet connection, so hopefully that should fix all our problems. I think I might just leave all this in the, pod- <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> leave it in, leave it in. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a bit leave of fun. It. It's, we're all going through it at the moment. We're all in it together. We're all dealing with Zoom issues and Zoom problems. And yeah. long story short, I can't be fucked editing it out. Allow record. <laughs> Allow record. Uh, there you go. 
So wait, I'm recording now. Um, uh, big one honestly, in the US, Julie Chen, the Chen butt. She slipped up one line at the start of the eviction special. She's going, who will, ma- and who will make it? <laughs> like, it was like her first line. I was like, Jesus Christ, don't prompt her. You've had like all night to prepare for this opening line that goes for like a minute. <laughs> On top of that, normally the evictions are live. The evictions aren't live at the moment, so it's like they could have recorded it again. Dude, there's so many, there's so many shows where I'm thinking that. I'm a big, you know, I love the wrestling. Um, you love wrestling? No, not as much as I used to, but they, like, they're all pre-records now, but it's like mm. they're, still air, they're still airing fuck-ups and shit. It's like, why are, you, why, are you not, why are you airing the fuck-ups? Just like us, they can't be bothered editing. Do you hear what, do you hear what happened in, uh, uh, the, with the wrestling? I have no clue about anything that goes on in wrestling. I'm going to show you a photo. For those of you at home, Jaden, I want, I want um, you to describe what you're seeing here. This is what they're doing with the um, WWE arenas at the moment, which they okay. are now calling the, um, the Thunderdome, right? Oh, I was going to say Thunderdome only as a joke, but then it's serious. So the Thunderdome, which I don't know if you can uh, see this. Yeah, I can see that a bit better. But what you've got oh, is... Yep. D- explain what you're seeing here. Well, basically behind the wrestling ring, there is tiny squares of heads that are obviously probably live images of people watching. Is that right? It's Yeah, everyone Zoom calls in and then they literally have all the seats filled up with LED wow. boards. Yeah, That really makes the AFL look like second rate. Well, I, I, <laughs> it does. Well, well, AFL's actually got people in the seats now. We're, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're going half half, but um, they do have the crowd. They've got the crowd noises with the levels and things like that going, which is cool. But now people are starting to do things like it started pretty harmless, right? People doing yeah. things like showing video game characters and um, uh, things like that. But now it's gotten a bit extreme and people are starting to show, you know, um, videos of there was one guy who performed a, you know, a fake beheading oh. uh, on the camera. And that was, it was quite visible on television. And another person who was wearing a, uh, a Ku Klux Klan robe, which, uh, yeah, I know. So it's, See, uh, the, it some people are going to ruin the fun for everyone. Yeah. It starts out harmless. Everyone's like, hey, enjoy the wrestling yeah. at home, record it. And then people fuck it up. And then the knobs get onto it, the dickheads and infiltrate the system oh. and ruin it for everyone. I can't deal. I can't deal with this anymore. Dude, if, if it's a video game character and you want to do something funny, there was one dude who did this thing where he hijacked the whole... I saw a photo of this. There was one dude who hijacked the like entire system Ooh. and just put like... So on Monday Night Raw, going out to all of like America and all of the world, he hijacked um, the Zoom system in the Thunderdome and just put repeat images of just himself around nice. the whole... <laughs> just one dude chilling with Sonny's on. <laughs> it's like, that's funny. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Also, that seems like something they would actually do is like you win an MVP comp and then all of a sudden you're the only (laughs) one. So I can believe that was like a real thing. Totally, dude. Absolutely. I I, I rate that. Please do not go wearing clan robes and beheading people. Yeah, don't do that. Big Um, brother. Big brother. I want to know. We're going to go down the line of these 16 people. You've you've never seen any of these people before. You don't know anything about their first time on the show. Um, I I haven't, but you start listing them and I'll start uh, rambling off my notes that are pretty prejudiced (laughs) and judgmental. (laughs) Well, they're never gonna, they're probably never gonna hear them. So we're all in the clear. So it's all good. Oh, you know who, there's one person that will hear it, but we'll get to that later. Oh, sweet. Okay. I'm nervous now. Um, What about Christmas? Christmas, she starts off. Yeah, I didn't take any notes on Christmas. <laughs> that, okay. was the, that was the one person I took no notes on, unfortunately. Um, surely, hang on a second. I say you've never seen these people before. This next person is one of the most famous uh, internet memes or gifts of all time. Davon. Davon. Have you ever seen the meme before of Davon creeping out of the house on her first time? Sorry, wait, hang on a sec. I just realized... Wait, what? I, wait, hold up a sec. I just realized I do have a lot of notes on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you didn't go in chronological order i don't think that was because we had danny we had someone then we had danny oh okay sorry i didn't go i didn't go in chronological order can i go in chronological order because that's the order i've got the notes in and yeah, it'll, you, re- it'll really you, fuck you, me you up you run this i want you to run this and let's go let's go all right sweet wait you tell me yeah. about the internet meme person well davon you would have seen it before davon the first time she left the house she kind of opened the door and then kind of like crept over to Julie Chen and it kind of became a meme of when you're like oh, sneaking in somewhere. That's cool. I know. I think I know the meme, but I never I'll, knew the reference, but he, I'll there you send go. it to you afterwards. Send me all of your favorite Davon memes. Uh, she'd be teaching Shakespeare was the only note I had. She, she, she teaches Shakespeare. Yeah. Look, some of these people and their day jobs are very, <laughs> um, yeah. 
I don't know what to say. Like some of them are legit, mm-hmm. and some of them are just not. Yeah, day not jobs, day jobs, day jobs. Um. So we got Danny. Danny, yeah. What do you think of Danny? Well, she's from. Uh, I've got the notes here. I'm the Big Brother expert now. She was from Fuck Big Brother me, Eight, the Big Brother Big Brother Eight and Thirteen. Yeah. Um, a lot of videos taken of her working out and i've got here in the notes not a lot of them were very impressive they were all very stiff and it looked like she was not very uh good at working out well not that you have to be good at working out but she didn't have a lot of she didn't have a lot of style if i would like if i was at the gym and i was Mm -hmm. her i would not want to be at the gym do you reckon she can blame it on covid be like "Mm, it's tough here i can't work out properly no that's exactly that's exactly it sorry i got sidetracked with my next note because i do this thing where i do type to text or text to type oh and then it doesn't read out properly yeah so i'm i'm very i'm confused by my notes already and we're only two and we're only two notes in this is not good then this is not good news this is not good news uh she came back to play again after nine years good on her good Good on her good on her um she actually um ended up getting together with a contestant from her second season big brother 13 and they're now married that they have a high hit rate, and I think Julie Chen made a reference to we have more mm. hits under our belt than um, The Bachelor. And they do, they do. A, lot, a lot of weddings and a lot more than Big Brother Australia as well. May I add? Yeah, I don't know. There's something about the house in the US. They've had a lot of a lot of weddings, a lot of couples, and a lot of kids now. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Up yeah. next, we do have Dave on. She'll be teaching Shakespeare, and then we've got Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. What What do you think? Like, I want to get into this name shit. So normally I would be like, <laughs> normally I'd be like, anything is a name, but I think I draw the line at Christmas. I uh, have a note further down the road about Christmas, mm. <laughs> about not about Christmas, but about names that are things. It's tough. It's tough. Um, my dad. I don't, know, I don't know about Christmas. What about my, like, cause we've got, we've got a Memphis, which is a state as well. Yeah. Well, that Americans love doing that shit. That's also not his real name. Tallahassee. Tallahassee, um, Jackson. That's a state. Jackson, Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. Oh, I was thinking of Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson, Tennessee. Sure. I think it's Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. And the last look at person... us, look at us, Australians. Sorry oh, if you're from the America. US and we're butchering your town names. Um, the last person from the first group is Nicole F. Ooh, is this the podcast host? Well, no, she is the social media influencer. Oh, oh, but, yes, but yes, she... yes. Funnily enough, her label down the bottom isn't podcaster, but Nicole F also does have a podcast. Why do I have no notes on this pod? Wait, so she does do a podcast? She does. She Wait, is she the one who does the podcast on reality TV shows? No, that's Nicole A. That she was the, she got evicted? Yes. Yeah, yes. We're, ju- we're definitely jumping ahead of the chronological order here. But, that's okay, that's okay. But fuck it, yeah. Um, let's keep on going, let's keep on going. Um, basically, let's just keep on going through the cast. I swear, whoa, whoa, I whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I had one thing. About, I had one thing about Christmas, and that's that she has the exact same trampoline as me in her backyard. Oh. In her backyard, same tramp yeah. as me. I, I need you to when she goes down to the house, whatever it is. I need you to tweet that to her, please. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely, hands down. Oh, I'm, I've already got. To be, needs to be like, hey, I'm from Australia. I started watching this season. I don't know anything about you. All I know is that you and I have the same trampoline. And I, your baby's going to have a lot of fun growing up on that trampoline because it's really been a staple of my childhood and adolescence. And you've picked a good trampoline. It's really good. The good, the spring loaded double, the double spring loaded trampoline. Did you ever break your foot on that trampoline? No, I nearly broke my neck, but never a foot. All right. Um, uh, what else about Christmas? That's it about Christmas. But who's up next? Did you want to say anything else? No. Oh, look. Uh, it's 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 hard. Um. Uh, it's hard because like I know I've seen these people's original seasons and you haven't. So it's like, we're in this like little in between place. Would you tell me about Christmas? If there's anything you want to tell me about Christmas or about Tyler, dude. Uh, look, the only thing I'll say about Christmas is uh, from what I've seen in the show this time, she seems uh, very lovely. Uh, her behavior last time on the show, I was not here for. Was not so merry, if you will. Oh yeah, she did not live up to the merry name. <laughs> up next, we have uh, Tyler. He's a surfer dude. Tyler is Tyler is one of the guys who's probably going to win this whole shit. Yeah, the man, he's up there. He seems to be making uh, like not the he's playing a social game, but a good strategical game so far. But everyone loves him. Like even though he didn't win his first season, everyone still loved him. And he's also just one head of house in the last episode that we've watched. Yes, correct. So that puts him in a, a great position. He's so the, the guy that knows how to slide a beer mug. For those of you who didn't see it or are forgetting what we're talking about, they have to slide beer mugs and whoever slides it the furthest mm. in the quickest amount of time over three tables gets the most points and wins. And Tyler slid that beer mug so far. It's because everyone else was fucking rushing and he just took his time. 
Yeah, and that, and that was the thing. They didn't understand from the start. It's like, hey, yeah, it, the fallback is the time limit. Like, if yeah. you get the same score as someone else, it falls back on the time. But if you get the highest score out of everyone else, the time doesn't fucking matter. So yeah, you nail it. Yeah, of course. I think the people rushing, they're getting, like, four. And it's like, well, you're not going to win, but you're rushed. Yeah. Um, anyway, keep on going with the cast, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Tyler, what did I have about... Uh, what did I have about... Uh... Jesus Christ, what do I have about Tyler? Uh, apparently America's favorite house guest. It's true, um, it's true. <laughs> it says here he's already my least favorite, but that's my opinion on him has already changed since, <laughs> since, wow. I, since I wrote that note. That was uh, very horrible of him. That's okay. Um, yeah. You no. can take it back. Oh, good. Next, we got Ian, management oh, consultant. Man. He was on Ooh. season 14. He won it, so good for him. I love Ian. Yeah. Please tell me you like Ian. Yeah, he actually said at one point um, that he had autism. And I was like, what the hell? Like, no one knew he had autism. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I don't think you... It's like, it's not a thing you have and then get rid of. I think he still has it. Oh, yeah, no, he... he no, sorry, did I say he had? Like, yes, I was, I was talking had. to about when he said it. He did yeah. have it. He definitely does still have it. Um, but he said that he was on the spectrum. And, yeah, ev- and everyone was like, I had no idea. And then I was, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have had an idea either if he hadn't have said anything. But now that he's told me, I'm forever going to refer to him as the autism guy. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally kidding. He fucking, he's killed it. He's killed it. He's on, he's on the spectrum and he's killed it. And I had no, I wouldn't have had, like I said, I wouldn't have had any idea if he hadn't told me. So it goes to show if you have any sort of a physical or mental handicap, you can go on to win big brother, achieve your dreams, do, it, do whatever the fuck you want. I definitely can say that when I was watching his original season, um, I wasn't watching it live in the moment. I was watching it years later. And um, he was doing some things that reminded me of a guy that I work with who was on the spectrum. So uh-huh. it kind of, it kind of definitely clicked in my head. I feel bad that he had to get out of the house and he Googled his name and it was like the first thing that popped up was like Ian Terry autism and he had no clue. So I feel <laughs> bad. Yeah. That's really sad. That's, I don't know why people feel the need to like post about someone's Other autism people. when it's like clearly not been a part of their game, like or character in the house at all, like of them yeah. on television. It's like, who's posting about this shit. Um, he's coming back on the, sh- the show to prove that he's not a kid anymore. So good for him. He had a kid anymore. Yeah. He um, know, he you know kid. what? You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to confess something on night one. I said to my sister about Cody, I was like, look, Cody is probably one of the hottest guys that have been on this show in 22 seasons. I can understand. Hot. I can understand why you'd think that conventionally hot. Yes. But, at the end of the day, if I had to pick any guy from this cast, it would be Ian Terry. What? There mm-hmm. you go. All right, mm-hmm. there you go. Okay. Uh, I could not name a girl that I would pick right here, right now. But yeah, cool, cool. Well, cool. I'm glad I confessed and you couldn't rise to the occasion, but keep on going. Yeah, no, it's usually the other way around. It's usually, uh, yeah. me. It's usually me who's the horny one, but fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Casey. This is... <laughs> Oh, uh, God, we won't. I'll tell you off air story later. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, who was next in the house? Uh, who was next in the house? Uh, so after Tyler, we had Ian. And then after Ian, we had a guy named Cabin. I believe he's Kevin. <laughs> I, that's clearly uh, texted, uh, typed a text there. Uh, texted type there. You couldn't type t- a five letter word called Kevin? Well, no, I just said next we have Cabin 11. From mm. oh Kevin Eleven, which is a reference to an Australian politician. That was Kevin O Seven. Kevin O Seven, but also when like twenty eleven <laughs> came around, people were going, "Man, I wish Kevin was around." Kevin Rudd, for those of you who don't know, in America, Kevin Rudd, the Prime Minister of Australia, sometimes uh, twi- in- twice, two reigns he had. He did. It was, the second one was pretty short. Yeah, they were they were both pretty short, in fact. <laughs> Some, sometimes I think in two thousand and twenty one, I'll be like, mm, Kevin twenty one, could I do with that?" let's make it work well now he's like working for the un or something but that is uh not related to big brother (laughs) Uh, what about what about about kevin he's from california uh he enjoys dressing as a woman slash uh cross dresser i think it's just drag isn't it well uh yeah cross uh i had cross dresser um well he's got a it's i wrote he has i'm not sure what he puts it as but he has a female alter ego so yes that is a good way to put it yes yes, 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 yes. um i loved kevin on his original season we haven't seen much of him this year apart from crying um a few times and that was yeah he's crying a lot he's going on big brother this season to win cash so he can adopt a child which is a great reason so good again good for him (laughs) so true so true apparently kids are expensive i wouldn't know because i'm still a kid he says he's gonna be the next winner and i know all of them say that but for some reason when he said it i believed it more than anyone else he really he really sells things quite well like during his eviction speech when he was on the block against uh keisha 
Keisha, yep. Keisha, when he was on the eviction block against Keisha, and Keisha gets up there and goes, uh, I, I don't, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> and then she's going, I just you do what you got to do, guys. <laughs> and then Kevin gets up there and goes, makes this speech about like uh, how the stars are all going to align and you're like my red comets and like some astrology bullshit. And I was like, wow, wow. I've got no idea what he said, but he's like, we're all going to shine together. And I was like, he's going through. And surely enough, he got, she got all 11 votes or like all of the votes. He didn't get a single vote. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. I think if Kevin, that speech. if Kevin can start float, like if he can keep floating for a few more weeks, then I can see him getting far in the game. Sure, great. I, I hope he does. He's a great guy. He needs to stay under the radar for a bit longer. And he needs to not get so emotional. Yeah. But yeah, if you're an emotional guy... That's okay too. Nothing we can change about that. Oh, no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with being an emotional guy. But I think some points of the Big Brother house, it's like emotions are bad for your game. Yeah. Next, up we, next up, we have Enzo Meow Meow. Um, the Meow Meow. I was meow, hoping, meow. Why I was is he the... Would pick up... Why was he the meow meow puss puss? Why is he the puss puss? I don't think like I've heard him retell the story, and um, it's the the like least funniest story of all time. I don't even know if it's worth repeating. <laughs> okay, uh, is it, I got to, so- is it got to do with? Wait, let me guess. Something to do with cats or women? As in, look, I think puss, I'm gonna get this puss. story wrong. I think he said about how like um, one of his coworkers came in. Okay. And I don't know if they were like hungover or just joking around. They kept on saying it all day about the, the me- no. meow meow. Why? And so he just took it into the house. He, he forms this alliance called the Brigade. He gives yeah. them all nicknames. And then yeah. he's like, oh, you're the beast. You're the brains. You're the animal. And that yeah. all makes sense. And then yeah. he goes, and I'm the meow meow. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't really, I, I, I don't really like self, you know, self-inflicted or forced nicknames. It doesn't, no. they, never, they never land well. And I haven't heard anyone else refer to him as the Meow Meow yet. And we shouldn't probably be feeding into it either. <laughs> do you want to hear about cat nicknames that I did not give to myself? Sure, hit me. Um, so I had a manager at work who, um, she was a lovely lady, but like also a bit crazy. Totally. And, um, and like, she started calling me like, instead of like, some people, like, my name's Jaden. She started mm-hmm. calling me like JD and I was like, whatever, I don't care. Um, JD. JD. But then all of a sudden she started calling me like JD Puss. JD Puss. Uh, and I that's was like, that's kind of gross. I was like, what? And JD she's like, Puss. yeah. And she's like, oh, um, you just remind me of a cat because you're so like um, soft and pleasant. And this was like years ago when I was really younger. And then it's actually funny because like over the years, she's like, oh, I was really wrong about you. You're like way more aggressive than I thought. Yeah, and um, and the Jetty Puss nickname <laughs> faded away. Um, a nickname I had very briefly, and it was only one person as well, was uh, this guy Zach that I used to work with. Nice. And he could come up to me and call me Benny Banana. How are we, Benny Banana? Ooh. On the on the job site, and I'd just go, "Yep, cool." Like I didn't think anything of it, and then one day he'd go to me, "You know why I call you Benny Banana?" And I'd go, uh, "Yeah, sure." Oh. And he's going, "Cause I've got a mate called Benny, and we all call him Benny Banana." <laughs> <laughs> That's not, still not an explanation, dude. Like, like I, I, okay, like that's somewhat of an explanation, but don't bother explaining why you call him Benny Madonna. I'm sure it's just as shitty of an explanation. I would have been like, that's sweet. Well, I'm not your mate, so just call me Ben. Ah, dude, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I also thought um, your response was going to be like, that he was going to be like, oh, you know why I call you Benny Banana? Because your name starts with a B and so does a banana. <laughs> yeah, just as good. Just as good Two of a Bs. reason. I would have taken either. They would have been just as that pleasing for me. You know what? Fuck nicknames. 2020, nicknames are out the door. No, nah, I'm picking up Benny. I'm picking up just like Benny full time now. So Yeah, but that makes sense. That's like that's like Ben, Benny. That makes sense. That's not like the meow meow. Who? No, yeah, uh, that's, yeah that's, that's a very good point. All I right, like, I like Benny. And we can roll with, can we roll with JD either? You can roll with whatever you want. Okay, I will. All right. Uh, up next, we have uh, fennel. Fennel. The Who's salad. The f- oh, Janelle. Janelle. Ah, uh, Janelle. Sorry, that's definitely <laughs> auto. That's definitely the autocorrect again. But yeah, Janelle, oh not not fennel, not the fennel salad. It's definitely not, or the cheese. Is it like fennel cheese or salad? No, I think it's just like yeah, fennel. 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 fennel salad. Fennel salad. Fennel. Yeah, fennel. Yeah. Thank you. All right, it's definitely. But it's Janelle though. So sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, cheese. Yeah, she's a real estate agent. Yeah, she has a real job. Very competitive. Yeah, but like, good on her. Good for her. A real job. <laughs> what, did, what did she do last time, just a big brother contestant? No, I mean that she's not like a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, 
that yeah sure there's no beating around the bush it's like you can't lie about being like if she was to say i'm a real estate agent and then i'm sure someone in the real estate industry would come back and be like you're not you've got no affiliates to real estate like what are you you talking about bitch so good for her yeah she's back for her fourth time bro oh that's fantastic yeah which is why a lot of people see her as a threat and they say there's a reason she's been in this house for effing times for Mm -hmm. fk and times it's true it's true it's true up next, we have Bailey. She lives in downtown Los Angeles. She's a goddamn queen. She is. She is. Uh, Bailey was only on a couple of years ago, and she's back already. She's back already. She's a model wife and a mother of a dog, so good for her. She was also another person who found her husband on the show. Oh, yeah, man. Partners, partners, partners. I love it. Mm. I love it. I love it. Um, anything else on her? She's a queen, but I feel like that's all I got on her. <laughs> mm, that's enough. That's enough for now. Uh, then Nicole A or Nicole Anthony, which uh, I like because she's, um, that's my middle name, Anthony as wow, well. Benjamin really? Anthony Myers. Yeah. So we got Nicole Anthony. Um, so I like that about her, but what I don't like about her is that she's a podcaster and she's annoying. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, what do you find about her annoying? I've, I've, I've dated, like, uh, I dated a girl like her not too long ago and she liked to complain and cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> which is awful of me to say and that's uh i say that in the least sexist way possible but she is just she's uh she was she reminds me of her too much and she reminds me of this yeah. girl that i was dating compl- complaining and uh complaining about unnecessary things uh getting easily upset and crying a lot and it annoys me and i think that's enough of a reason um i'll say this things did not go in nicole's way nicole a and then um, once you're down, it's easy to start complaining. But at the end of the day, um, it just the chips didn't fall in her favor. Oh, yeah. No, she's out now, which is good. Because I actually thought she was really scary. She loves to hula hoop, apparently. She loves hula hooping. And uh, I don't know if I said this, but she's scary. She really terrifies me. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to send her some audio clips. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's she's actually the one person. Oh, my God. She's actually the one person that I thought is most likely to hear this because she is. She's not, she's she not covers reality television like and interviews reality uh, yeah. TV stars. So she's us. She is us, but she's not going to listen to us. Yeah, I know, because we're bigger and better than her. And she's, so, she's, so she's jealous of us, probably. Uh, no, I think she's taking some time to recover. I think she's highly emotional at the moment. But um, we wish her all the best. <laughs> I hate these plugs motherfuckers do for shit. Like, when she's getting evicted and she's got to preach to the... Like, she's got to reason with the whole house as to why she shouldn't be evicted. And she gets up and goes, listen, uh, hey, everyone, listen to the Real Friends podcast. And, <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Well, because at that point, they pretty much know who's going and who isn't. And there's basically no nothing they could say to sway anything. So it's like they're taking that opportunity to like plug whatever they want to plug. Uh, do it on the eviction stage or something, man. I don't know. Oh, Julie Chen would never, Julie Chen would never allow that. She, she doesn't seem to be about the plugs, does she? Or like the shout outs to family members and shit. Like, no. Up until a couple of years, they fully banned them and then they just crept in. They just crept in, yeah. One person starts doing it. You know I still find it obnoxious. I still find it really obnoxious. There was only one shout out from these two evictions that I was okay with, and that was Dave Vons for speaking up about a worthy cause. The rest of y'all can fuck Bri- off. Brianna Taylor is a good cause. It was a good cause. Absolutely. Well, you know why? But she's fucking dead. She is dead, yeah, and we should be should we should be talking about it, but we are not. And also, oh, we can we, do both. We, we go can on, do go on, go on my Twitter feed. Hit me go up. Go on Jaden's Twitter feed. That's where that's where we'll do it because this is a podcast. Even though it does need to be discussed, um, this is not the platform where we do that. There are other places where we do that. Well, actually, there's not even that much to discuss. It's pretty simple. Let's do it right now. Hit uh, me. Black, Hit me. Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. Stop shooting people, and I think we'll be good. Please, please, please stop shooting people, for God's sakes. There we go. Black Lives Matter, all that needs to be said. Um, moving forward, though. Uh, Keisha. Uh, Keisha. Keisha. Oh, I've got, she's the, um, Keisha, uh, she's the, the biggest, uh, the note I've got is the biggest hoe we've ever seen in the history of Big Brother. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. That's what it says. I wow. I don't know. I think that's a mis- that's got to be an autograph. I don't remember writing that about can her. You, can you imagine what it could have been? I don't think the bi- the biggest. Um, she's she's the a biggest lol. She's she's a lol. Yeah, may- maybe a lol. Yeah, she's a lol. No, it says no. Maybe I did say that at the time. Maybe I was in a really angry mood and I just said, "Up next, we have the biggest hoe the show has ever seen." Wow. <laughs> Keisha, I definitely do not think that about you. That's just so a horrible, horrible thing that I would say um, and should not be 
aired in this podcast at all. Um, she actually says, oh no, she actually says, I am remembered as the biggest hoe from Big Brother of all time. So there you go. I wow. She said that. Okay. Interesting that she said that. <laughs> I just realized um, she didn't say that. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I was like, did she say that? I took these notes like a week ago, and I'm not sure what's meant to be a joke and what's for real anymore. Um, She was voted America's (laughs) favourite. The next note is, she she was voted America's favourite hoe in her first season. (laughs) I don't know if that's a category that the public votes on, but there you go. Apparently, no. it's, apparently it's true. There you go. Oh, you really convinced me there for a second. Uh, she's on Big Brother to prove that she is smart. Well, how'd that work out for you, Keisha? Uh, oh, she gone. She left in the first week. <laughs> Poor girl. I liked her. Uh, Keisha. Oh, Keisha? 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 Keisha. The Keisha. guy. Keisha, the guy. Oh, that's Keisha. 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 Uh, he's been, it's been nearly 15 years since he's been on the show, which is huge. Huge. Guy. Yeah, he's like now a dad. Daddy. He was, well, he's, he's pretty close to that daddy kind of <laughs> zone. <laughs> he's a practicing Muslim, prays five times a day. He's an executive at a biotech company, so good for him. Um, can I tell you that when he was first on the show, it was Big Brother 6. So I think that was like 2005, 2006 in America. Yeah. And they, like, it was such a big deal. I know where this these, is going, yeah. No, for these contestants, they were like, what? You pray five times a day? Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he was literally like, look, it's not a big deal. I'll just do it five times a day. And they're like, what? 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 And there was a lot of slurs that were said behind his back. Jesus, man. Ooh. And that's only 15 years ago. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me 15 years ago. It doesn't surprise sorry. me at all. Oh, I mean, that's directly after 9-11. Like, that's a few years after yeah. 9-11. Look, yeah. some of the things... Not that, it's, not, that that's, not that that's okay, but understandable. No, no yeah. I mean... um, some of the things that were said on last year's Big Brother were terrible as well. Totally, so. it still continues. It does continue for some reason. So yeah, we should not be surprised, even though it is uh, shameful. Yeah. Uh, what else Shame. we got? Uh, Cody. Cody, my brother Cody. My a soccer bro- coach, a soccer, a soccer coach, and another real estate agent. What a combo! Yeah, like a two for one. Yeah, two for one deal. The package. It's uh, like he's... he could find houses for people, and he'd be like, "Oh, you have two kids." He's a good place to play soccer in the backyard. Wait, does he have two kids? No, he doesn't. But he could oh. like he could like sell a house to someone. Okay, that'd and be, be cons- like, that... hey, let's play some soccer in your new house. I was gonna say that'd be concerning if he did have kids because he said he's going to miss his video games the most. Mm, he's still in that stage of life. Outworld. Up next, this dude's name is Memphis, as in the state of Memphis, Tennessee. But he's actually from uh, Fort Lauderdale in Florida. So good for him. Whoa! Oh, whoa! Holy shit, dude! I think. Uh, whoa! Holy fuck! That was scary. A USB. There was a USB cable, like a cable that was connected to a USB on my desk, and it was moving. And I thought it was a cockroach for a second. Oh wow! I thought it was down. a spider for a second. Yeah, no, I thought it was like some sort of big bug because it's you know it's look, look wait you can't see this if you're listening but look at that you can understand how I yeah. thought it was a bug because I, I was moving it shaking it with my leg. Uh, anyway, he's really gonna miss his son River. Uh, he's been a big fan. Wait, what? Oh, that, this is where we're gonna talk about names. Names that are things. Yes. Names so- that are things. Names that are places. I like names that. Are places for example here we go uh india london i'm not a big fan of uh names that are places like river or like uh pepper what about what about like paris what do you think of paris paris is a paris is a place no but what about paris is a name yeah but paris is a place i like place names i don't okay. like i don't like thing names like thing river names. or yeah. pepper or christmas is hard christmas is a, a, a date but it's also a kind of a thing man you should get in touch with my dad he is a ball of fun when talking about names. He loves, wait, he's for these names or against these names? Oh, he's what? very much against most games. My dad has his own rules in his head about names and they sometimes contradict each other. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I feel like uh, there's a great video of this lady talking on this reality television show going, um, I don't, I don't, I really don't like names that are things like, uh, like places. For example, I'm seeing places like names like, uh, London, you know, I really don't like this. And then the host goes, you've got a son that's named Paris. (laughs) (laughs) And she's going, ah, it's it's such a weird little, like, she's fully going into detail as to why she doesn't like these sort of names. And then like the the host gives like, like examples and both her kids actually have names that are places that it's such like a weird, like, what the fuck is she on about? 
Damn. Um, Next. We know him. We love him. Who is it? Who? David. David. No, we actually barely know him. I yeah. barely know him. Well, yeah, he's not a vet. Everyone's challenging him in this season because he is not. Uh, he's not an all-star. They don't consider him to be an all-star. Okay, do you want to know the backstory or do you have the backstory? Uh, let me guess. He was in for. He was in a recent season and he only played for a short period of time. Correct. He was on last year. Yeah, guessed it, called it, and he, he went out. He was what? evicted in this weird twist on night one. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, he's but definitely then, not. Uh, yeah. No, but then get this. Last year, the house um, was themed about like um, like camps, you know, in America, like summer camps. Yeah. So the twist was last year that the first four, po- uh, four people evicted were evicted out of the game, but they stayed in the house for four yeah. weeks, and then one of them came back in. Gotcha. So he kind of was technically in the house, but he wasn't playing. Right. So it's kind of confusing, but yeah, David is a newbie. Right. Um, he's since then he's gotten into meditating, so he's a lot more zen and a lot more chill, and he's better than everyone because of it. Well, they do say that meditating has its advantages. It does. I meditate every morning, every night, and look do at you me. You actually? I, yeah, and I'm better than everyone for it. <laughs> no, it's legit. Do you actually meditate every morning? Yeah, totally. My affirmations and my uh, meditations, and I'm listening, and I listen to books, audio books. Nice man. I'm listening to I'm listening to one uh, at the moment called Chaos, which is about the Charles Manson story and the CIA's involvement in the Charles Manson family. It's really interesting, but it's uh sort of uh, undoes the work that my meditation prior to that does. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, that doesn't sound too good for the the mind and the soul. Totally not. Uh, one thing that's going to piss David off is uh, big crazy twists. If there's a big twist, uh, that's going to piss him the fuck off. He's going to completely lose his zen. He's going to flip his shit. And you know what, Ben? We did it. We've spoken about every person, and here we are. Oh, really? He's the last one? He's the last one. Wow. Um, all right. We're like probably like 20 minutes in. Wow. Where do, where do we go from here? We are not 20 minutes in. We are like <laughs> 40, 50 minutes in. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's quickly talk about these let's two episodes. Let's quickly power through the... Uh... Yeah, are we just going to do one, uh, one week in this or... No, let's just bounce around. Let's talk about what's happening in Let's the just house. talk about all of what's happened in the first two weeks and uh, just try yeah, to try do it. No, like I, I just have a few points of uh, interest that I want to ask you about. Because you are a big brother Australia person. Like what did you think about these competitions? Oh, so much better, dude. So much better. Can you see now what I'm trying to like finally say? Like, there's it, a bit of variety. They, 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 there's variety. They switch things up. There's mental. There's physical. There's spiritual yeah. challenges. Games that are going to advantage and disadvantage uh, like certain people, but not too significantly, like we saw in Big Brother Australia towards the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love some of these challenges. They're all memorable. And I can see me playing these games with my family and friends. Oh, nice. You want to like <laughs> jump in the house and play a... Play for HOH and Vito. And... I want to play for HOH and Vito. Vito, by the way, is such a new and exciting concept to me. I actually mm. thought it, at the start it had something to do with Danny DeVito, but it has nothing to, it has nothing to do with Danny DeVito. Um, that's mm. the, a shocking joke, but probably the best joke I wrote this whole, <laughs> this whole episode from the whole two weeks. I'm but shocked we I haven't got Danny DeVito in the house yet. Dude, they need to get him in. They need to be, he, he needs to be the uh, adjudicator for the Vito challenges. Years ago, every now and then they'll get like celebrities in to like get like boost ratings for like one day kind of thing that's a great idea um one time they had neil patrick harris come in love that of course he did it oh uh, who else did they have um david hasselhoff oh uh, love that of course he did it that was that were the two that i can think of um what about the competition on the opening night where they had to run across the um what were they were they like uh, mushrooms or something oh uh, yeah mushrooms that was a cool challenge but it's but sort then- of fa- it sort of favored people who were watching it obviously yeah, um, but like I just laughed at the fact that like I was like, someone's gonna fucking break their head. People were eating shit. The first guy that went, I think Ian, I think Ian, Ian was the first guy to go. He went down hard, and it didn't yeah, look like did. the floor was all that padded. No, it wasn't. Hey, you want to know about these comps? Because like obviously there's live feeds um that are broadcast if you pay for uh, them. So yeah, I can see like a lot of this shit happening. They weren't allowed into the backyard for the first fucking four days, and I would have been like losing my mind. Dude, I thought I was watching it, and I was saying to like the people in my house i was like look at this i was like they've got no backyard i was like they've got no fucking backyard i was like does it just say like this do they have to stay in here all summer with no backyard why did they have no backyard for fucking like half a week and then they finally got it why did they not have access to it okay so um and it normally... still do- sorry it just do- it doesn't also now it still looks like really sound stagey it doesn't it still doesn't look like much of a backyard at all well of course it's sound stagey the whole thing's on a sound stage mm, whatever 
Like literally, I saw the outside of the Big Brother building the other day, and it looks like a sound stage that you would see in Hollywood. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? Um, it is. But no, the reason <laughs> the reason it's taking so long is because they obviously it takes a lot of work to get the comp stages in and comp stages out, and because of COVID, they're not allowed to have as many people working there. Oh God! So it's Fuck. taking like double the amount of time, which means that there's long periods where they can't use the backyard. Set up another section that's like outdoors, out of the house, where they walk out yeah, and fucking record true. the challenges outside, or just let them go chill in the car park or something <laughs> can you imagine that just like them hanging around like sitting around one of the producers cars and like lighting up a cigarette being like eh, we're on break that'd be pretty funny um cody when he's talking to the host right yep uh, what's her name julie chen julie chen the chen bot cody's talking to her and he goes um i really want to win this one tonight and it reminded me of you ever seen dodgeball <laughs> yes years ago classic when, film yeah when jason bateman who jason bateman is like the commentator in that film like the quirky yes. commentator and yeah. and he actually delivers this line it, it reminded me so much of this what do you think Biff? cotton hey i spoke with white goodman before today's match and he told me that his team really wants to win this one <laughs> Um, yeah, look, bro. <laughs> this team really wants to win. I really want to take this one home, Julie. <laughs> I know it sounded like a dumb thing to say from your end, but there's a lot of people who go into these comps and actively try to not win them. Oh, uh, yeah, they want to throw them to perceive, yeah. yeah, for the perception of weakness or whatever. Yeah, I get that. Or just like, just they don't want to like be the one to nominate people. So, like, I get that. But yeah, fuck, he wanted a winner, and he did. Cody's uh, first head of house. He looks pretty chuffed and uh, arrogant when he finishes this this challenge. Yeah, well, all of a sudden he knows. He's like, fuck, I'm in control. And normally whoever wins a first head of household competition, they are able to build a lot of like alliances because everyone's coming up to them to try to be safe. You know what Julie Chen's signature line is after she hits a punchline? Uh, but first? No, uh, after she hits the punchline, she goes, I'm kidding, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> She'll go, she'll go, she'll go, everyone sit down on the couch. Everyone sit down. Last one to sit down gets evicted. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And then when they're getting into the, uh, the safety room, or the, well, the have-not room. The have-not room, they're yeah. all getting in there and the door's locked because the producer's fucked up and she goes, looks like you'll just be staying in the hallway for the week. I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Which, me- which makes normally, it, which makes her joke very, very like funny. It's, yeah, she did it like three times, like, and she did it twice with the same joke as well, with the sitting down on the couch thing. Um, I reckon COVID's getting to her, honestly. I uh, love the house. House looks really great. House looks really cool. Oh, fuck me. The house does look good this year. Some years it looks like trash with some of the themes they have, but this year it's just a nice, nice look to it. The um, uh, the Have Not Room looks like one of the Saw films, and you know me, I love the Saw films. Um, never seen a film. Never You've never seen the Saw films? No, nah, never have I ever. Some of the greatest horror films slash just films of all time. I love And they were them. made by two Australians, weren't they? The first one, it was made, the concept was created and the short film was made by two Australians and then it got picked up by Hollywood and they went on to write the rest in Hollywood, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I get that. Ah, um, uh, safety suite. Yeah, so that's a new twist introduced this year, which I actually don't mind. Compete in the comp, the winner gets to pick a person to be safe. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Normally, some of the twists they introduce, like, they give away powers that are far too powerful. So I don't mind this. Explain to me what the safety suite is. And not for the sake of the listeners, for the sake of me. I sort of, I sort of didn't get it. <laughs> All right, but so no, I get, I get it now. I get it. I totally oh, you get, get it. it now? That was my note. But yeah, you've explained it for me. Thank you. For, I was being one of those um, interviewers who disregards the answers of the interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> and, just continue, um, and just continues to power through my notes, regardless of if they've already asked the question. Yeah. The thing is with Big Brother is like they do three episodes a week. And there was a stage there where one episode didn't have a comp in it. And eventually the producers were like, oh, people love comps. Let's yep. come up with a way that we can like do a third comp in there and every mm. year it changes to be like a different kind of twist yeah you um, ready f- you ready for my really american joke this is probably like a really like relevant and like geographically based and relevant joke for people in america i love that you've done jokes i'm ready for it i've done jokes i don't trust enzo <laughs> not because he's from jersey but <laughs> no but because he's wearing sunglasses 24 7 inside i don't trust oh him. Man, here we go. I love that you're picking up on the smallest details. You want to know why he's wearing sunglasses? He's got uh, glaucoma. (laughs) No. No. Um, (laughs) 
some of them struggle. They're, the lights inside the house are like TV studio lights. Yeah. So some of them struggle oh, with the lights so often. That totally makes sense. I so trust Enzo now. Yeah. Apart from the fact that he's from Jersey. Oh, I fucking love Enzo. I love his. I love, love the way he talks. He has yo on the end of every sentence. Yo, yeah, I know. I respect the shit. Out of it. By the way, I know. I know so little about Jersey. It's a total. It's a total gag that I'm just trying to make for the our American, our huge American fan base. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But like, I just love that he'll be like talking and be like, oh, "I really need my sunglasses, yo." Yeah, love that. Love that. Ah, that's good. All right. So yeah. uh, I love Cody's response when he's talking to Kesa when he's talking to Kesa and he mm-hmm. sees that um, Ian and is it who goes into the safety suite? Janelle. Janelle. Ian and Janelle go into the safety suite. No, no, no. It's Kesa and Janelle who go in there. Kesa and Janelle go into the safety suite. Yes. yes. And Cody and Kesa are watching that. They see them go into the safety suite and yeah. uh, Cody gets up and goes, oh man, that really, that really makes me feel some kind of way to be honest. <laughs> he doesn't exactly know what he's like meant to feel about it. He's confused. He's not sure what to make of it. He knows it means something. Um, he doesn't if know. He like, he's Australian, not sure what it means. But Oh no, he knows exactly what it means, but that's just the way they talk. If he was an Australian, he would have been like, you know what? That kind of shit pisses me off. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what that's what they say. It makes me feel some kind of way. It's not uh, terminology and, or phrase phrasing that I'm very familiar with. That's and it's just like we're meant to fill in the blanks and go, oh, it makes him feel some kind of way. Some kind of way. way, a bad way, I assume. Mm. I'd hope. Um, I was gunning for Janelle to go first. I reckon she sucks. You, oh man, people are gonna hate you for saying that. Do they love Janelle? Janelle, people love Janelle. My you God. have no clue, bro. You have no clue. Uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star remix. It's pretty fucking sick. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was like not as not a great one to play along with, but yeah, it was a weird. Ch- I didn't even get the fucking challenge. But from a DJ entertainment perspective, I liked it. They get the power. Who cares? We're moving forward. Um, I mean, Jaden, look at me. I'm look looking at, at you. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Look at who I am and what I do for a living. I'm a di- I'm a DJ. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. You do that for a living? How much have you been paid to DJ this year? No, nothing, none. none. My, my career's been fucking dead in the water because of this pandemic. COVID. Hey, we all had big plans. Yeah, I know. It's over. But um, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm a professional DJ and I had, no, <laughs> I, had no, I had no idea what this challenge was supposed to be. It was weird as fuck. It was like press buttons when like a beat happens or something. <laughs> like, How much would I have to pay you for your first gig to include a remix of Twinkle Twinkle? Yeah, dude, I've got it. Oh, sweet. Okay, I've, well, already da- I've already downloaded it, bro. Sweet, easy. easy. I, sh- I was um, shazamming it when it was on Big Brother. <laughs> um, how good was it during the veto cop? We're moving forward. How good was it during the veto totally. cop where they have to rock back and forth on a massive banana? And I love how Enzo <gasps> Enzo was like, you're going to play this with like fucking slow-mo. I already know it. And they did it. Yeah. How old were you when you realized that um, watching someone riding on a horse kind of looks like someone have- doing the sex? Well, to be fair, I haven't watched someone on a horse very often. <laughs> I remember when I re- realized, uh, I realized I was uh, in England. I was in a small village yeah. town called Camden. It was 2010. And I seen this girl uh, riding on a horse and I went, oh, my God. But I was with my family at the time. So I couldn't turn to my family and go, she's riding it. She's riding the dick. She's right. She's doing it. The thing. <laughs> but so I had to hold on for two weeks for the rest of our English holiday. And I was just waiting to tell someone. And then I got back home and told all my 14 year old buddies. And it was a great time. Wow. They must have really enjoyed that. Then it spread through the community every time someone saw a horse. It's huge. Everyone knows it now. Looking back though, I was a big fan of McLeod's Daughters back in the day and I never thought that it looked <laughs> like that. So I guess that just shows the difference between you and me. I was on, well, I was on uh, mm-hmm. the set for um, my auntie directed a film, Australian Film of the Year, 2015, Girl Asleep. Yes, um, I, I, I remember when she was nominated for awards. I worked on the set of the film and there's this one scene where they've got a fake horse, right? Oh, yes. And these two female characters and yep. they both have to pretend to ride this horse. Okay. But it's like, a, it's a fake horse, but then in post they actually uh, CGI'd in a real horse. Wow, impressive. But they had to bounce on it like they were going, oh, oh no. we get out of here. And I remember going back to the rushes later that night watching the rush edits mm-hmm. and everyone in the rush room was sort of going oh god and this is like a room full of like you know like you know uh, 40 50 year old adults and we're all yeah. just sitting there we were all having a giggle like there was no d- denying it yeah they knew they knew what was up they knew it i've uh, lost all my notes here but what's going on in the big brother house Jaden? 
Um, let's let's keep on going. This is going to be a long one. Um, basically, <laughs> the, the veto comp ends up with Enzo winning. He doesn't use it. So at the end of the week, uh, Keisha and Kevin yeah. are on the block. Unfortunately, what's happened is there's been like this big alliance forming in the house, which happens most years. And if you're on the outside of that alliance, you're basically fucked. Basically fucked. Unless you can win comps. Uh, and if you can't win comps, what do you got to do? Play dumb. Some people play dumb. Some people play dumb. Would um, you be a dumb player? Would you play the dumb? Would you play no, dumb dumb? I would be the kind of person like Kesa who would realize I'm outside of the big alliance and then speak up about it and then get myself in trouble. <laughs> Genius, yeah. Because I can't, I can't help myself. Who was... Uh, oh, yeah, that's what Kesa uh, did this week. Yeah, he started speaking up and it got him in trouble. He started because he won the head of house. No. Who? Wait, who was head of house? This In the second week, it was Memphis. In the second week, it was Memphis. And Memphis, went, to, yeah, and Memphis. Me- and Memphis went around talking shit. Yeah, you know why? Because Memphis is a fucking idiot who's going to get himself kicked out very soon. Memphis was weird about this whole thing. He felt the need to, like, instead of just being like, hey, I'm going to nominate people and just, like, just act like it's part of my duty as the head of house, he went, like, I'm nominating you because you haven't earned your spot, you haven't earned your stripes, buddy, and you, I'm nominating you for this, so just watch out. It was like, oh, my God, like, you can play a lot of a smoother game without, like, having to prove a point and, like, take such, like, a authority, like authoritarian standpoint on the whole thing. And, like, a superior standpoint on the whole thing just because you want head of house dude uh you know what they call it they call it hoh artist hoh what like uh hoh artist oh hoh artist i thought you meant yes. hoh artist and i was like that's not a clever play on words no, <laughs> yeah hoh artist yeah you know what's a better play on the word artist sandwich artist i reckon that's a better play on words is that people who make artistic sandwiches? No, at Subway, they're official, they're official employment. Oh, it is too, when really they're just chucking on some turkey and some lettuce on a bread. On some yeah. bread. <laughs> like, oh, we're sandwich artists. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, you're just making me a sandwich. You've been told, like, you're, uh, if you were making the sandwiches yourselves, yes, but mm. if you weren't, if there wasn't just, like, me standing in front of you going, oi, bitch, put turkey on it. <laughs> Give me some meatballs. <laughs> like, and also... I'm the, I, in fact, I'm the artist. I'm the, the customer is the sandwich artist, in fact. Yeah. The only other way they could be a sandwich artist is if they took all of the subs and positioned them on the massive table, turned it into art, and then took a photo of the sandwich, and then that would be a sandwich artist. Oh my god, pitch that to Subway. I think that's going to be their next big PR move is like a food art, and gourmet food art on Instagram. I, reckon, I wonder if the people at Subway have ever heard of Instagram. I wonder. We should let them, we should let them know about it. <laughs> I will tweet them. They're still on Twitter, so I'll tweet them. They're and still we'll on them, Twitter. We'll tweet, um, tw- tweet um, who's that pedophile? Jared. Yes, Jared. We haven't heard about him for a while. Yeah, no, I feel like he uh, became a pedophile and then uh, he was rightfully removed from the public eye. <laughs> yes. And, you know, Subway haven't had a spokesperson since, and that would make sense why. <laughs> they definitely have not had a spokesperson since. Subway, please let me be your next spokesperson. I have uh, nothing in, nothing, no skeletons in the closet. No, but you're not obese. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jaden. <laughs> oh, shit. It's I your mean, gig. It's your gig. The problem is I already eat Subway and I'm still obese, so it's not doing the job. So you can be... Dude, let's start up our own sandwich shop with more healthy alternatives. No, I don't and think then that's you the can, problem. And then you can say, I've been eating Subway for fucking years and I've lost no weight, so I needed to start an actual healthy uh, sandwich franchise. And, we'll then, and, then we, and then we all watch your weight loss transformation. I don't know if you're looking to lose weight or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> And then we get Michelle Bridges involved, and it's just it's ah oh, fantastic, and the commando, and uh, mm. that's know, our that's our that's our biggest loser, people. Yeah, every now and then it's like, should I go commando? But then you're like, nah, it's a bad idea. Wait, Michelle Bridges is the Australian one. Yes. Julian is the American yeah. one. All right, and just can- just I'm trying to keep in mind that we're we've got an American audience now. Oh yeah, oh damn, no, we we do not have an American audience. It's huge over there. It's huge. Um. How crazy. Fun fact. Biggest mm. Loser, the two original judges, Bob and Jillian, gay mm. and lesbian. Oh, there you go. How about it? Yeah. I thought there were a couple, but no, it's... No. There's another... There's another. Two. It's the commando on Michelle Bridges. That are okay. And I think it's interesting that, like, gay and lesbian ended up bullying fat people. It's almost like they were bullied probably as kids, and they needed oh, to get some of that out. And they were pretty harsh as well, weren't they? They were like, they were like, you want to be fat for the rest of your fucking life? 
do five push-ups right now, bitch. That's probably what they experienced at gay conversion therapy. Yeah. Which is would... also awful. Gay conversion therapy has uh, been outlawed in Brisbane this week, which is fantastic. Did you hear yeah, this? Yeah, I know. Why is Victoria taking so long? It's weird. Well, I didn't even know it was still a thing. I just assumed it would have been outlawed fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um, crazy. Wait, I'm trying to think. Oh, the, ve- the veto competition for this week, too, was pretty, pretty lol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. literally standing there I have in my notes that someone tweeted That this was like the kind of comp you would see on BBAU Which one was it? We stand there with the two balls on the track uh, it was, I'm pretty sure we saw a really similar thing on BBAU Yeah, yeah. It, was a bit, it was a bit like Yeah, it was just a time endurance, long lasting thing Wasn't really whereas, all that creative Whereas the safety suite at least had all the beverages What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah Have you was... ever been a bartender? I feel like you No, know, but that's my post-COVID plan Yeah, 100% um, I'll, I'll have a friend who will hook you up. He works at Crown. You want to work at Crown? I want to work at I'd love to work at... I love Crown so much. I want to move to the city and I'm going to move into the Crown Towers and I'm going to work at Crown. Wow. You have so many big plans for yourself. I thought you were always like repping the uh, Mornington Coast. Speaking of Crown. Yeah. Yeah. What we got? Gambling? I used to go to Crown with this older couple who was like a mate's parents, right? And I'd, yeah, and I, I'd go like and sit in the Velvet Bar with the dad, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the mum would go off gambling. Right, yeah. She'd go off gambling and, like, she'd come... She, so she'd go at the start of the day, me. I shouldn't say names. <laughs> she'd say, Chris, give me 50 bucks. And he'd go, all right, Dal, here you go, 50 bucks. So she goes, puts it on the pokies, puts it on roulette, whatever. She yeah. always had the most amazing luck. She would come back in an hour with, like, 300 bucks, would have turned wow. it. And he would, she would give that money to Chris and yeah. he would take that money and just buy more beers and we'd just sit there and get our beers all day. And it was awesome because she just how, always got really lucky. How were you there, though? Like, why did you go with them? I don't know. We just, I just went with them. It was, just, it was just a weird time in my life. It just happened. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Get ready for the twist in the story. Do you, oh. know, do you know the twist in the story? What was she selling? What was she selling? She was a prostitute! Oh, man. We never oh. picked up on it. We never picked up that she was just going up to the Crown Towers and the hotels and fucking guys, and we were just taking her prostitution cash. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find out? Oh, I, I'm not meant to say prostitute. A sex worker. Fuck. How did I? Fi- how did we find out? Uh, a nasty, nasty divorce settlement is how we found out. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, you. I swear, my dude, you have the best stories. You've lived a full life by the age of like twenty-three. <laughs> it's over now, though. It's uh, over thanks to COVID. Now, last right. note. Uh, last note I have is uh, um, everyone sounds really fast. The show was going really fast, but then I realized I was playing the video at one point. Two five speed, so disregard that uh, note. Don't worry, don't worry about, don't worry about that note. Um, no, I want to talk about this last head of household comp. Like, uh, obviously Nicole A goes out. Jill, did you see Julie Chen's interview with Nicole A? Julie Chen, yes. She was pretty much like telling her to her face, "Hey, you're an idiot." <laughs> she pretty much was like, "How did it go uh, down?" She was like, "Hey, why, why were you so against Janelle?" And Nicole's like, well, people told me that Janelle was going against me. And Julie Chen was like, no, you idiot. Janelle's trying to help you and <laughs> turned your back on her. Dude, then- yeah, it was weird that she was like not even bothering to listen to Janelle when Janelle was literally in the other room crying, being like, oh my God, I feel so bad that she's like thinking that I'm turning on her, like when I'm not at all. The problem is that the Big Brother house can represent sometimes high school. And these high schoolers <laughs> have decided that Jul- uh, Janelle is like the bad voodoo or something. Right. Speaking of high school, there was one chick running around in a dress as a glittery star all week. Jaden. Jaden's cut out everyone, so I'm going to continue the show without him. Um, I don't really know uh, where to go from here, so I think I might just wrap it up. (laughs) Uh, You've been listening to... I don't know how to do the outro. I'm not usually the one who does the outro. Um, Hey, you're back. Sorry about that. All good. All good. You were saying... And we'll quickly wrap it up, but you were saying about a story from high school? I was saying, you were saying, there's a lot of people from high school look like, it's sort of like a high school, it's sort of like high school in this house. And I said, speaking of high school, I was like, there was a chick running around dressed like a glittery star all week. Does that remind you of high school? It reminds me of muck up day at high school. Oh, when we okay, all when we all graduated, and it's like dress up as whatever you want. This show loves its costumes. That's probably something that was missing from Big Brother Australia: costumes. Dude. If you're listening to this and you think about going to the Big Brother house next year, or you know you are going to the Big Brother Australia house next year, bring your glittery star costume. Or the show could just make them wear costumes that they buy. 
<laughs> Do you, uh, I was gonna make a Big Brother Australia reference from like the early two thousands, but no one's gonna get it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do I, I was it. just I was just gonna say. Remember how people used to dress up as their favorite housemates? You've yeah. Uh, and then uh, they come to the eviction shows with large audiences. <laughs> this connection is shocking. We need to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Hey, look, if you've listened to this, thanks for putting up with us. Next episode, obviously, we're going to be able to go in more in depth because we're not going to go through the cast. I don't know what else to say. Ben, did you like The Brother America? Nah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, we'll be, we'll be back. You. We'll be back next week for another one. I can't wait. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Um... Hey, look, if you watch Big Brother Australia, go listen to our old episodes or whatever the fuck you want to do. And um, until then, peace out. Peace. Peace, dudes.